up, what's up, what's up? We are back with another episode of Small Talk. Happy New Year. I know we're well off into the new year, but I haven't recorded an episode in quite some time. A lot has transpired, but we're going to talk about something that's really hot. It's a hot topic right now um, in everybody's household and everybody's in every media outlet, everybody's talking about this. So let's talk about Robert Kelly. But we will be joined with someone who's not a stranger. We have heard from this individual before. We have Texas Rose, who's going to talk about Robert Kelly with us today. What's up, Texas Rose? Hey, how y'all doing? I'm doing well. I don't know if they can speak, but I'm going to assume they're doing well also. Thank you for joining us today, though. I was telling them I couldn't do this episode by myself. I had to have someone, someone else's opinion talking about Robert Kelly. So let's go right into it. He is known to be a molester. I guess you would call him a molester. He's been known to mess with teenage girls since like the 80s and 90s up until the present time still messing with teenagers so lifetime did a documentary series about r kelly and what he's done with these teenagers and we had the teenagers now women on the documentary that have spoken out against him and then people who who have worked with him are speaking out against him and you have even some family members his brother was on there was also um, bringing awareness to the things that r kelly has done so texas rose is unique she has not watched the documentary and why not texas rose why why did you why did you not watch it here's my thing i just feel like number one i do acknowledge that there is some kind of uh, indecency with this man and his deal mm-hmm. now i i think it's a moral indecency now, has he been breaking the law? I mean, that's that's disputable because, you know, every state has their own little, you know, set of rules about everything. But right. morally, we can all be on the same page that what he's done is very much so indecent. Now, with the wave of how society has been transformed today with, like, the Me Too movements and everything that's going on, it's kind of like a monkey see, monkey do. So... Unfortunately, with that, a lot of people just see it as opportunities to, like, have a voice, which is not right. a bad thing. You know, it, it makes it hard for those who are, like, truly victims in situations to come forth and have their voice and express themselves mm-hmm. versus those that are just wanting to come front just to get, you know, attention or right. just to be seen or just to be heard, just to, just to be out there. Right. And who's to say a lot of those who were, you know, interviewed, are not some of those same people. Like, why... It's, it's just very touchy, because I can't say, why would you wait all this time to right. speak out now? Because each victim has their own traumatization. Like, they may not be able to speak out, but I don't know. Right. It kind of just seems like... It's, it's hard to feel for victims when I see a Facebook video of Andrea Kelly. Mind you, her last name is still Kelly. Yeah. It was her having a video with her new man listening to R. Kelly. So it's like, okay... Do I believe your victimhood, or am I supposed to believe that you were just trying to get exposure? Like, 
And right. then here comes Sparkle trying to promote her new song. Like, is that just convenience? <laughs> or were you on there, you know? Yeah, very good no, observations. No, I feel you. Very good observations. I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, it was, when I watched it, it was very heavy. I actually had to stop watching, like, mid the second documentary. Just because it was so heavy, it was a lot of, a lot of accusations. Um, but I wouldn't say they're accusations. I, me personally, I believe that he did these things. But, like you said, Texas Rose, I mean, sometimes things can be fabricated then you look on the internet and there goes his wife jamming to his song she hasn't changed her last name and you know what if she hasn't changed her last name because her children have the last name kelly but then he's this monster so it's like why would you want his last name so it's a lot of questions and then you don't want to you don't want to totally Put away what these women are saying because that's true they are big i believe that they are victims and then you wonder why did it take so long but i know you didn't see the documentary but i just want to highlight a couple of things and you can still you can still you know comment on it and say some things to it but these women are grown now right so they're like 20s early 30s okay and so when I watched the documentary. It, at first, I'm thinking, who does that? Why would you do that? Why would you leave with this grown man? And you know, you know, and you don't know him like that. You only did it because it was R. Kelly. So I had to watch the documentary, not from the age I am now. I had to watch it from and put myself in 14, 13, and 14. So I didn't. Okay, that's a good way to do that. I didn't idolize R. Kelly when I was younger. You know, I knew his songs. I liked his music. I mean, he's very prevalent in black music, especially black culture. We know all of his songs. I don't think it's an R. Kelly song that you haven't heard. If you don't know it, then you've still heard it. So he's very prevalent in our community. Every, I mean, his music is timeless, but I was into B2K. I was into Bow Wow. I was into Lil Romeo, Chris Brown. That was that was me. So I had to watch the documentary like, okay, if these people, these entertainers approached me like R. Kelly did these little girls when they were 13, 14, what would I do? I would go. Because you don't know that it's about to lead to something sexual. You're just excited that the person that you idolize and who you listen to wants to take you out to eat because that's that seems to be the story that was consistent. That was a consistent story for all of those girls. Was that R. Kelly approached them or the bodyguard approached them and they wanted, you know, them to come eat or he invited me to his home. So that's very believable to me. What do you think about that, though, Texas Rose? You know, you make a very, very interesting point, you know. I, I, I haven't thought like that to put myself in the shoes to, you know, to think what I would do if it was somebody I was fascinated with. I mean, who's to say? I probably would want to go, too. But at the same time, it right. comes down to, like, your level of aptitude to know what this person is kind of about. Not mm-hmm. saying that their music just overshadows who they are. Right. But like, okay, so the, the, the singer of Sex Me, the singer of It Seems Like You're Ready, right. he just wants to take me out for breakfast. <laughs> I 
stove, but if I That's know, true. if I touch the stove and it's hot, I know that the stove is hot. That's very if true. If I go with this man who looks at me with a twinkle in his eye and he sings songs like Sex Me or It Seems Like You're Ready, and I happen to be a little hot mama, oh no, nah, we just gonna go and just go talk. He thinks I'm a superstar. I definitely agree. That's a very good point. That's a really, really good point. And then while you say that, I did bring up the point of B2K, who I actually liked in my time of being a teenager. It's not like they were, I was 14 and they were 27 like R. Kelly is. They're not way ahead of me as far as age. So that's another difference in this storyline as far as the age gap. He's 27 and these girls are 13 and 14. So again, Texas Rose, I know you didn't watch the documentary. It was some other parts where there were there were teachers that were being interviewed, like his music teacher and some people at the school, adults who saw him at 27 years old hanging out in front of the high school picking up young girls and now in the documentary they speak out and say yeah we saw him outside and picking up these girls so I I couldn't help but think if that wasn't Robert Kelly then you would have called the police a letter would have been out would have been sent out to the parents you know there's a man outside of the school and he's talking to, you know, the young girls, please keep walking. There would have been some kind of security, some kind, something. And, but it was totally ignored because it was Robert Kelly. So I find that very disturbing that they allowed it to happen instead of putting a stop to it when they could have. Because I know they can't control him, but you could have put a stop to that. You're right about that. I didn't even think about that, too, I guess. You know, I guess I should probably go ahead and give this documentary a chance, but <laughs> but no, that's, that's a good, that's a really good point. Cause I, I I'm with you. Like if it was anybody else, like you know, some parent teacher letters would have gone out, or I don't know, maybe there was more exposure that would have happened. And who's to say it didn't happen? Maybe it's just right. it didn't really get, you know, it's not known to a lot of people, even like to this day. But who's to say? Those concerned teachers didn't do that, and it just didn't go anywhere because, you know, people are consumed with this man's status and prestige and getting flued out as the new terminology is. So, right. you know, you don't want to stand in the way of that. People probably just turned the blind eye to it like everybody else did. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. I mean, that documentary, I know you didn't want to watch it. I don't blame you for not wanting to watch it. Like I said, it was heavy for me. I had to stop it. But I did finish the, eventually finish the series. It's just a lot. It's a lot. You don't want to question the women because you don't want to seem like you don't believe them. And yeah, and I, I, I always struggle with that with myself as a woman. I'm like, okay, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm a, I'm a fellow woman. I should stay with my sister. But on the same end, like, I know plenty of people that just do that kind of stuff. Just, just because, like, black men are getting locked up. Because they know the system is not set up, set up for them. And, you know, they can start a whole altercation. And when the police come, they'll just, like, put their hands up and, and they'll plead the fist. And the black man will take the complete fall for it. And they only they do that just because they have the power to do so, to get attentions or, you know, right. they just don't have good intentions or stuff. So who's to say some of that isn't what's going on right now? Right. I agree with what, you, what you're saying. I'm kind of on the other side of the fence with it. Be- 
because it's almost like black women aren't taken seriously and we're viewed as we're overly we're overly sexualized anyway especially in our own culture so I don't think that these black women are taken seriously because we're already looked at as hoes if that makes sense and so it's just like you know it's just a fine line when you see a white woman on TV and they're talking about Bill Cosby not that every black person is saying you know those women are lying it's a lot of people just because they're white and it's just a mentality that we have we believe them but then you see black women on TV and they're speaking out they're joining the the Me Too movement and it's like why why they wait all this time Yeah, I mean, and I guess I can, I feel a little solace in saying that I felt the same way with those victims with Bill Cosby, so it's not like I'm trying to get right, old. Right, <laughs> right, Just have a sub-check moment. Like, yeah, you know? it's, it's, not a, yeah. it's not a shot at you, but it's just, it's just, it's just an observation. You know, I don't, I think Bill Cosby is not completely innocent, you know, I Hollywood is very, very, the, the word I'm going to use is evil. It's a lot that goes on in Hollywood that I don't think we can even wrap our minds around. And so the things that are coming out, I don't think that they're coming out for no reason. I mean, you never know. These things could be pre-planned or, you know, they make money for whoever these higher-ups are in Hollywood. And so it's like, when you're useless to whoever these people are, they'll expose, they're ready to expose you. But the crazy thing about R. Kelly, Texas Rose, is he had a tape with a 14-year-old that came out in the 90s. Was it the 90s or the 2000s? I don't know. That showed him doing sexual acts with a 14 year old and it was ignored in the black community so in 2019 we're upset yeah (laughs) you actually you made a point that made me think about something with um bill cosby trying to circle back to it okay i think you were saying about um the people that were accusing them and you know it's just it's it, it can be a lot to just take on and understand because I just feel like even if you're not sure, and this goes for people that aren't famous and people that are just living everyday life, like if it's a rumor, it's a rumor. But it has to have some weight to it if it's more than one person and it's been carried on for a number of years. It's like, okay, at one point it has to stop from being a rumor and just being something that was just turned a blind eye to. Right. So, gotta take some accountability at that point definitely and why you so i can i can see it from both ends of the spectrum it's just yeah i don't know no i feel you you're definitely right and accountability that's a good word that you use we can go into that it's a lot of people around r kelly that need to be held accountable i mean i'm looking at parents i'm looking at the people that worked for r kelly that went out and sought the women that he told them to get talking about the teachers and anybody that was involved that knew and was paid 
with R. Kelly, they need to be held accountable. It's not just it's not just a one man show to me. It, it's a lot of people that are involved in this that need to be held accountable. And I'm I'm pushing for parents as well. I know you said you haven't watched the documentary yet, and that's why I wanted you to talk because I wanted to hear your thought process without actually seeing it because it's not like we need a documentary to know that he had these allegations it's been around yeah it's, it's like come on now it's, it's been around it's, it's more than one person saying it and it's been going on since the 90s and here we are in 2019 so since the 90s i'm like nothing he did was morally morally incorrect right now because you can go <laughs> back Right, you can go back to top. Uh, I'm talking about you can go back to Texas Road. You can go back to Aaliyah <laughs> when he was messing yeah. with Aaliyah when she was 15 years old. So that's the that's one that's of the, the reality. Reasons. That's the reality, and it's like where were her parents? And then her parents are speaking out of her mother is saying some things that were said in that documentary is not true. So it's just a lot, you know. Being a mother, though, Texas Rose. I know your daughter is not, of course, she's not even close to being a teenager. But could you imagine being a parent and that being one of your children, that being your daughter? I really can't imagine that. I. A parent can never say or give a guarantee about how their kid is going to turn out or what choices they decide to make. At the end of the day, it's it's up to the kids. It's up, you know, you have to just instill good values in them and trust and understand it. But your child is still, they have to live their own life amongst their heads. Like, even with us, like, if our parents were to tell us to not go feed beats and cake, it would be up to our discretion and then just up to the values that we had instilled in us to make that final Right. So, I just, I was going to make an effort to know what's going on in my child's life, to constantly be in the know, to, you know, right. present her with some facts of, of what could be, and that everybody out there in the world is not, you know, cupcakes and smiles. <laughs> right. And present you with money or prestige or any of that kind of stuff. You just have to be aware. And I don't know, that could be another thing that happened with a lot of the victims. Maybe. You know their parents. Not no disrespect to them. I don't know what they instilled in their daughters to make them, you know, right. so willing to go off with this man. Yeah, willingly. You know? But even in the documentary, speaking of the parents, a lot of them, it's almost like they opened the door and was like, just walk through, and there goes R. Kelly on the other end. Um, and you're right as far as instilling instilling certain things in in your children hoping that they will go out and take what they learn you know and apply it to the real world I could say I would I, I wouldn't go off with R. Kelly but you never know like I said if you put B2K in front of me or Lil Bow Wow and this 13 yeah, exactly. year old Ariel who knows but my parents would not open the door for me to go with a grown man and I do think that some of the girls who are victims their parents are a part of the blame um, I 
know you didn't watch the documentary, so I want to tell you just about um, one one couple. It was a mother and a father. They were still together. This is recent uh, Texas Rose, maybe like 2013, 2014. They went to an R. Kelly concert and took their 14-year-old daughter. He called the daughter onto the stage along with other I don't know if they were all teenagers, but other women and kids, who knows? And then he takes them backstage. Well, the father says he was looking, you know, for the daughter. Like, where is she? They're still backstage. It's been a while. And then she finally comes out. I had to pause. What father is going to let their child go backstage with Robert Kelly who is known to mess with teenagers. So the mother says in the documentary, well, he was acquitted. So we didn't think any of this would happen. How many people have been acquitted who have done the crime? George Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin and he was acquitted. How many police officers have killed innocent people and they've been acquitted? That was the dumbest excuse. child molester at 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And like like Duberry pointed out, like if you're trying to justify it for an opportunity, that's really not even a good excuse. Not especially not in today's um it's not even worth selling the souls back in the day like when the parents may have done allegedly. Right. But like definitely not not to this day. There's no way. Definitely. I definitely agree. Thank you, Duberry, for that, your point of view. The last thing I just want to hit on is, so now we have 
entertainers in the industry that are saying mute R. Kelly and they're going to take back any catalogs that they have with him and any music that they have, they don't, they're not going to play. I don't know how I really feel about them because they are direct, they are in direct contact with what goes on in the industry and they're trying to act like they don't know or didn't know this was going on. When they clearly knew, and they, they're the main ones who have turned a blind eye to it. Yeah, I agree. So I'm just like, how are you, Neo? He's coming out saying things. You have a Marion, and I mean, so many artists. Mute R. Kelly. You guys are in direct contact in Hollywood. You guys know more than we do. And you're trying to so act like a, you don't know? The documentary. Right, so now the documentary is out. They want to mute R. Kelly, but you still did songs with him. Two million dollars later, you want to mute him? Donate that money that you made to those girls. <laughs> exactly. And I actually, listen, I'm a big fan of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and they actually uh, they touched on this topic about those artists, such as like, I think Lady Gaga, from Lady Gaga to Sierra mm-hmm. to Celine Dion. There yeah. was a bunch of different artists that decided to like, try to renege and go back but they made a really, really good point saying that, but come, you know, touching on what you said, like, so you did the song, the time, at the time of your collaboration with him, he still had these allegations and charges, even if he was acquitted. So now, post video, now y'all are just now wanting to back out. But y'all had been hearing about this, and y'all still did, the, the time stamp of y'all's collaboration was still amidst the right. allegations that were already out there. Right. So they didn't care. I, not for them to try to predict just for the sake of you know a little career preservation that's not that's not right because you shouldn't be even taking the opportunity to work with him if you really understand your morals like that facts that's a very good point Texas Rose for real I definitely agree about that I mean a hundred percent agree and they should be called out which I think a lot of people are they're not really buying it the public's not really buying it as far as the mute R. Kelly from the celebrities, with celebrities such as you name, but it's so many that he's worked with. I mean, it he, is. he's very, very ta- talented. I can't take that away from him, but he's sick. He's sick. And yeah. It's a lot it's of things. It's goes back to him being a child, so that's like some deep-rooted sickness. Yeah, that's a deep-rooted sickness, and it's not just him that's sick. It's the person that touched him that's sick, and the person that touched her that's sick. So it's just, yeah. it's just a lot. But we're gonna go ahead and conclude this episode. I thank you guys so much for joining. Thank you, Texas Rose. I appreciate it. You guys go out there. And I just want to thank you on behalf of myself and all the other listeners out there. Like, thank you for tackling these issues and giving people with opposing viewpoints a chance to like converse with you and just get enlightened by information. Like you've inspired me inspired me to actually go ahead and like watch the documentary, get more education and more perspective from the victims that they've interviewed. And just I can't wait to hear the next topic and get more enlightenment from you. And I just I thank you for your time and just this platform. Thank you, Texas Girls. I really, really appreciate that. This will not be the last that we talk about um, Mr. Robert Kelly. And when you watch that documentary, I would love to have you back on Small Talk to let us know what your viewpoint is after watching the documentary. So 
we'll have to have you back on the show. I appreciate it. Go follow me on Twitter at Smalltalk03. And I also have an Instagram now that will actually um, be up and running here soon by our very own Texas Rose. But you can go follow that Instagram at Smalltalk03.